0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Pigs Talking Pigskin. I'm your host, Seth Evans, alongside my co-host, Andy Whited. On today's episode, we're bringing you Mach 3.0. And we're also, we're, we've discussed something that we're going to provide with you at the end of the episode. A new idea for the show.
1: We were spitballing back and forth, and uh, <clears throat> obviously it's an exciting time with the draft coming up. A lot of free agents, like a shitload of trades, crazy trades that have gone down. Um, so we'll talk about that. But Seth and I's uh, interests also lie in another big sport that's coming up. And we also got to fill time before September, right? So we're going to dive into a little baseball. Me and Seth are avid baseball fans. Um, so we're going to just a little lighter. Yeah,
0: it's not going to be a, we're not going to, you know, deep dive as into we do baseball. in this, right? But uh, but uh there's a lot of stuff going on in MLB right now, a lot of stuff with the Tigers, a lot of good topics to uh to be discussed. And in future episodes, we are going to discuss them. We're gonna throw some baseball in the mix. So and then we'll update. Um
1: we'll update uh the national championship for college basketball is on tomorrow night. Kansas and North Carolina, a couple blue bloods, a couple classic teams. Uh don't care, quite frankly, for me. Um, Not my favorite matchup. I'm an an underdog guy. I'm really disappointed to see both those teams in there. Big (coughs) St. Peters fan. Yes. Yeah, Yes. They had about as many people go to that college as went to our high school. Um, So hats off to them, really.
0: Similar size to Defiance College.
1: Right. Loser college. Historically losing football program, but you would know that firsthand. Anyways, like my co-host Seth said... We are diving into Mach 3.0. Boatload of changes yet again. Boatload of trades. People flipping teams. Teams gathering picks. Um, we've got some people shooting up the board. And we got uh, some people dropping off the board. We got some people dropping off the board. And I tell you what, if there's one program or, or station <clears throat> that we still look at. Um, but give absolutely no respect to, it's CBS. Their mock drafts are like a four-year-old child did them. I don't understand where some of these picks are, and we're not going to split hairs on We're not going to go too deep into it, but we'll just reference by saying Desmond Ritter number 11 to Washington. So I'm going to end it there. Desmond Ritter's a great guy, great character, fast. I, I hope he does well in the NFL. But if you're going to tell me he's the 11th overall pick in the draft... Um, Quite li- frankly, you can go fuck
0: yourself. I literally stole the words right out of my mouth. You can go fuck yourself. Uh, CBS Trash. If you're getting your mocks from CBS, please go somewhere else. There's so many other websites and people to listen to and talk to about no- mocks.
1: And the number one... Actually, there's a few kind of like... I don't want to call them obscure names because they're good football guys. But there are maybe names that you don't just know by nature if you're a sports fan. Um I have to do I have to we'll have to do some research and bring some of those to light. Mel Kuiper and Todd McShay cornered the market, right? We yep. we brought up how even the experts are fairly wrong over fifty percent of the time. Well over fifty percent of the time. Um but they're they're their main guys. Those are the guys you're gonna be on uh Sports Center and stuff like that. Um but they they still do a good job, that's why they have those jobs. Um but we're gonna get into mock draft three point this is our third, obviously third one. Yep. We are going to do one more before our right before the draft mock. We are going to put a mock out literally, I think, a day or two before the actual draft. That'll be our, obviously our final one. And then uh, anybody that follows along can see how accurate we are. So we'll see how that goes. But with that being said... I have the first pick.
0: Yep, Jaguars are on the clock here.
1: And absolutely nothing has changed. We'll speed through the easy picks. And Jacksonville's taking Aiden Hutchinson. I haven't heard anything otherwise. It would be a real wrench in the plans. The only other way they're going to go would be... um, Offensive line. Would be either Evan Neal or uh, Ikiakuan Iquanyu, But... Everything everyone's You're, saying is
0: it's Aiden Hutchinson. We've we've heard Doug Peterson say you never have too many offensive lines. You know the picks, open to interpretation. No, they're taking Aiden. Hutchinson. I like Aiden
1: Hutchinson and Josh Allen rushing the quarterback for my team. That's in the a, next that's 10 a years. really good duo. Really
0: good duo. And you know one thing I'll say about this draft is it's not it's not that this is a shitty draft. There's a lot of really good players in this draft. But the differential between the number one pick and the twentieth pick, there's really not that big of a gap. No, there's. I mean, there's. Who Aiden Hutchinson is probably going to be a damn fine NFL player. Absolutely. However, so could Trayvon Walker. Yes, so could Jeremiah Johnson. One th-
1: <laughs> I mean, those I'll tell are guys that can really
0: rush the passer. And
1: this player is so hit or miss. And even though he's hit or miss, he's in the top ten of every single mock draft we put out. And here here's my big boomer bust statement for this mock is Kayvon Thibodeau is either going to be a Vernon Golston type bust, or he's going to be a Khalil Mack type pass rusher. That's my philosophy behind it. He's either gonna get you fifteen sacks a season or he's or gonna be out of the league. Of he'll players. be out of the end he'll be by his rookie contract, he'll be out of the league. Yep. So <clears throat> um the Lions did do quite a they went out. To, they interviewed him. They went, out, him, to they went out, to out to his pro day, yeah. which I actually like to see. Yeah, absolutely. do your homework. Yeah, do your that, homework, and that's I that's feel how like, you're gonna find better. That you're gonna know his character a little better. You gotta do your homework. And, and if you got the second overall pick, you can't miss. No, the you Lions. Can't, you can't. And with miss. the new staff they have in, you gotta do your homework. We have a lot of faith in the regime
0: they brought in. Yeah, Brad Holmes. I the one thing that I like most at what the Lions did last season is they brought in football guys.
1: Brad Holmes has, for the first time in I can't remember how long, Brad Holmes has a track record of finding players, not in the first round, because he, did, quite frankly the Rams have not had
0: first very round many
1: first-round picks in a long time. And this guy finds talent, i.e. Ross, St. Brown in the fourth round last year. Obviously Penni Sewell. Got off to a somewhat of a slow start. It was the easy, clear pick. They made it, and he turned out pretty good. As long as he continues to progress, I think he's going to be a cornerstone left tackle. Um, he'll take over Taylor Decker, in my opinion, eventually. Yeah,
0: he will. Eventually he will. Eventually. So, here you go. With on the, that. On the clock, the Detroit Lions, number two. And the player that we just talked about, the guy that they went out, they did their homework with. They scouted Chris Spielman's out there. That was the point I was going to make. So, the Lions are taking Kayvon Thibodeau. That's my guy at number two. Don't don't give me Kyle Hamilton. Don't give me you know, I don't I, I don't know. Don't give me Kyle Hamilton, don't give me a corner, don't give me anything, just just give me a good pass rusher and give me a playmaker. And that's Kayvon Thibodeau.
1: That being said, I'd like to apologize for mock draft two point I wanted to change it up. I wanted to be a little different. I had N'Kobe Dean slotted in there <laughs> last mock. And nothing, not taking away from Nicobe Dean. I still love the guy. But at number two, it was a change-up. It was an off-the-wall pick, not where they're going with number two. Um, and here we are with Houston, number three. I think since our last mock, um, Houston now has two first-round picks. They do. And at number three, Seth, position and need. What does Houston say for position and need?
0: Every single position.
1: Yes. Even though they've made it clear they are riding with Davis Mills at quarterback. I'm gonna tell you right now, they will not the Houston Texans will not win four games this year. There's no way. You don't think Lovey Smith can turn
0: that franchise around? And I like
1: Lovey Smith. He's a football guy. He's been around for a long time. Obviously, his little college run didn't work out. No, that
0: didn't work out. That didn't work.
1: But it's hard to work out when you're at the University of Illinois because right. they're new. You know what does they haven't competed you know what for the big for Lovey Smith. Juice Williams.
0: You know what does work for Lovey Smith? What works for him? That fucking beard. God, he's got a great got a f- beard. Great beard.
1: Perfectly, it matches his body. It matches ah. his face, and it's so well groomed.
0: So he, could, it's, be, it's he could be. He
1: could. He could be in commercials. He could. He should. And be. like I said, good track record. So you know my philosophy when it comes to early round picks inside out and with a team that needs a lot of things you go inside out yep. and with that being said the the overall rankings have kind of this it's guy's changing. been there then this guy's been yeah. there I, I, i'm I, i'm a little surprised um, but you're going to
0: go with your guy
1: he, it's it's my guy it's it's your dude actually you're wrong oh flip it on its ear again um this guy uh, my guy, obviously, is Iki Ekwanyu. That's my guy. I think he's the best upside tackle in, in the draft. Um, but Evan Neal, mm, he is the most athletic-looking tackle I've ever seen. He is 300. He's low 300 pounds, but he's long. His footwork... Is great. He's played multiple positions, so you and you're you're not going to throw him under the gun right away because you have Laramie Tunsell, who they said they're going to uh, they're going to keep, and he is the left tackle. Um, so that takes a little pressure off Evan Neal in his rookie year. You can put him at right tackle. He's played guard at Alabama. He's mm. so, he's a piss piss. He's a pick that in the first round. Yes, sometimes there's gonna be misses, but if I if I would say there's a sure thing at offensive line in this draft, it's Evan Neal. Evan Neal is a sure thing. So I'd go with that. New York uh, Jets on the board.
0: Yeah. And and here we go with the Jets when you're looking at position of need. We've had a few people mock to them um so far. Um you're looking at wide receiver, you're looking at linebacker, you're looking at defensive back. The Jets need a safety. They need a guy who's going to be the center fielder of their of their defensive back. And there's a guy out there in Kyle Hamilton that has been mocked to the Lions. Somebody that I don't want the Lions to take, but somebody who I feel the Jets Kyle Hamilton fits in very well with the Jets. Um he fits in with most and it's
1: not that we don't like Kyle Hamilton. I just don't believe in taking him at number 2.
0: Right. That that and that's and that's what scares me. So with that being said, Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame, is going to go number four overall to the New York Jets.
1: And this is where my guy comes into play. Um, I've had him slotted here as long as he's been available. The Giants have the opportunity to to turn it around very, qu- maybe not very quick, but quick. The super underrated defense last year for how bad the offense was. Um, they gotta get the pieces in place, and they're gonna suck this year. I'm not saying they're gonna turn it around this year.
0: They'll be. But when you're 6 you six, six, seven wins,
1: if people stay healthy, if Daniel Jones, who I'm not a believer in, um, at best, I think he's a game manager who can run a little bit. Um, but God, I know how bad everybody wants to see it. Can we please get a full season out of Saquon Barkley? No, please. Because at this pace with all the injuries, he's on his way to a... I don't want to say he's on his way out of the NFL, but the guy ain't played a full season. He can't stay on the field. No, and that's he, not entirely his fault because the Giants suck and they have nobody. he has nobody to run behind. But now, Andrew Thomas, who started the year really bad and then just flourished. He was great at the end of the year. You have him on one side, and then you have my pick here, Eki Ekwanyu on the other, um,
0: on the other side. And Now you're, now, now you're talking now about you're, a solidified offensive line. Yes,
1: Daniel Jones has a little more pressure off of him. God, he turns the ball over so much. He fumbles more than anyone in the NFL. Um, but maybe he doesn't have to worry about that as much because his blind side and his right side are going to be a little more protected now. Maybe that opens up the run lanes a little more. The only thing that concerns me with the Giants is they have absolutely no one to throw the football to. Kenny Galladay was a bust. He stinks for the Giants. Awful. Evan Ingram is gone. He's probably been their most consistent target, and he hasn't been that great. Sterling Shepard's good in a sense. He's a good number three on most teams, but he's had to be a number he's, one. Yeah,
0: and Sterling Shepard's not a number one. He's not a number and one. He's not a number one. And
1: he's been all. injured too. Um, and I don't think the Giants are going to address receiver super early because they're far away from being competitive. So this is where you, with good picks at five and seven, this is where the turnaround for the Giants can start if they hit on these picks. And this is
0: strictly going inside out, because you're talking about how bad the receiving core was. The guy who led in receptions for the Giants last season couldn't have had more than 600 yards. Not only did he have less than 600 yards, but he only had 46 catches. Who was it? And that was Evan Ingram. Who's gone? Who's gone? He's in Jacksonville. You know we want to talk about how bad Kenny Galladay was, which I thought he was pretty bad. And this cannot be right. <laughs> you can't. You can't even find a stat line. I can. He had thirty-seven receptions, five hundred twenty-one yards, and zero touchdowns. That's correct. Zero touchdowns. I, I don't
1: think. I think he maybe played in eight games, maybe.
0: He just wasn't good. Danny Dimes threw 10 touchdowns mm-hmm. all season long. And now he missed some games. Played 11 games. Ooh. Threw 10 touchdowns. This is his
1: quarterbacks on the hot seat, right? This is his last year. This, it, it, I'm gonna, i gotta and I'm, I got to
0: be honest with you. I didn't realize that. that is, that's bad. Real bad. The Giants need help in the worst way possible,
1: and they start it inside out. With the and they're starting line. with inside out. All right, Carolina Panthers that, on the board.
0: I feel bad for Giants fans. I feel
1: bad for Panthers fans because Matt Rule in the the team coaches pick the the thirty two NFL coaches picture that they take down in Florida. <laughs> I'm going to steal a line from Pardon My Take here. He has a pair of wrinkled khakis. <laughs> And a collared shirt, untucked. He, he he looks like a guy who was showing up for his first Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. And he showed up drunk. He looks rough.
0: If you haven't seen the photo, it is worth looking at. Uh, and not that many others looked better. No. But he, he was what, right in the front row. I I, I know those guys have got to have fun down there. Where's that, <laughs> in Palm Beach, I believe? West Palm Beach, yep. So I'm sure those guys had fun the night before, but my goodness, you guys make a lot of money. Why don't you go ahead and Dress look? up a little go bit. Ahead,
1: you can put, look I understand it's Florida, but put a, put a suit on for a half hour to
0: take well, the photo. Well, wear a nice golf attire. Tuck, guys tuck Guys sh- dress up better to go <laughs> golfing than they do to go on a date or dinner. Tuck your shirt and wear a belt, maybe.
1: Where's, Carol- where's Carolina going here at number six? This is one that's changed, I think, every mock. Every mock, we've had a different picker. We've had quarterback, we've had... Well, we've had a quarterback or a tackle. We have not mocked anything else to the Panthers. It's been a tackle or or it's been a quarterback.
0: And Sam Darnold is the guy right now in Carolina. Sounds like a lot of losses to me. It sounds terrible. Matt rolls on the hot seat. Matt Rule needs to do something different than he did last year. I'm half tempted to say Matt Rule doesn't care about failing because he's, he
1: wants to go back to college. And we've, we've said that before. We've
0: talked about that.
1: Matt Rule was a really good, good success. Co- he is a good college coach. And we're going to get slightly off topic with this because I'm going to tell you right now, you know where he, well, he's, he, he started at Temple. Turned them around really well, and then he got the opportunity at Baylor after the, their big fallout, and he turned them around fast. Quickly. And Baylor was a good again, again this year with whose players? Matt Rule's players. And I tell you what, where is Baylor located? Which state? That would be the state of Texas. State of Texas. So you think Matt Rule might have some connections? Yes, he does. Okay, there's a, there's a coach down there in Arizona, Texas where they love their football. They love their football in Texas. Are they
0: located in Austin, by I, chance? And
1: I tell you, Steve Sarkeesian
0: on the hot seat. You know what Steve Sarkisian is? Steve Sarkisian. Sarkeesian. S- Sarkeesian. You have trouble with last names. I, I'm not good with names. I get that from my father. <laughs> he stinks. He stinks. The guy stinks. He's a good coordinator.
1: He's a good coordinator. On good teams, he looks better. He's not... Texas needs to turn around. Texas needs to be. It's college football is better when Texas is better. Yeah, and they have not been worth a shit since Vince Young, and we understand exactly what that's like here at the University of Michigan because we finally just got back on the map.
0: Michigan is the Midwest. Texas, Texas is the Southern Michigan. And then you turn in Tennessee. It's like Texas, Tennessee, Michigan—all kind of. It's the triangle. Tennessee
1: is the worst of the group. They have not. They have been the worst for a while.
0: Uh, that's that. Yeah, that's
1: they. Texas, they. You Texas, could. Throw, I'm telling you right now. You throw Tennessee in the Big Ten, and they're still finishing seventh or eighth. They oh, haven't man. been worth their weight and shit in a long time. Um, we're beating around the bush here. Where the hell are the Carolina Panthers going?
0: All right, we're back to the pick six here. <laughs> um, and I just. I cannot see Sam Darnold being the guy, especially when you got quarterbacks on the board. Christian McCaffrey doesn't want him to be the guy. DJ Moore really doesn't want him to be the guy. Rob, Robbie Anderson doesn't right. want him to be the guy. CJ
1: Moore, or I'm sorry, CJ, DJ Moore is a speed guy. He's And you know what? He's so consistent. And he's had bad quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Give this, I want to see DJ Moore's true well, potential. So kinda, he's so under the radar. He is. And he gets 1,000 yards receiving damn near every year. Every year. Not he flashy. He shitty-ass quarterback. Not flashy, but he, he doesn't score a ton of touchdowns, but he has n- had shit quarterbacks his whole career. Cam Newton at the end, uh, I
0: think he had one good year with Cam, New- Cam Newton. With um, that, with that, we've spent a lot of time with Cam Newton. Too much time. Too much time. And I just, I, they're going Malik Willis. They have to get a quarterback. Highest upside. Highest upside. We're on to the, the Giants at pick seven.
1: And this makes another easy one for me. They could go a lot of ways, right? They Now, the only thing I would say, given what we just talked about with the offensive line, they could make... It's not sexy. They could go interior offensive line. And the guy I'm thinking about is Tyler Linderbaum, who... I understand that tackles are more important than interior offensive linemen, but I think Tyler Linderbaum is the best offensive lineman in general in the entire draft. And to have Andrew Thomas, Ekekwanyu, and Tyler Linderbaum all under 23 years
0: old as your starting offensive linemen—wow, that would be sexy. Wow, I you know and I, I didn't wa- even I did not right. even think of that, but that literally. Literally, you changed from having I, a bottom five. Oh, you have Andrew Thomas. He's he has some upsize too. Now you got Iki Iwanyu at the right tackle. Now Tyler Linderbaum. And
1: you guys at have center. And you have these guys under rookie contracts. How that, are you doing? Ooh man, I t- that it's it's shades of what the Dallas Cowboys did yeah. when they when, when they had Tyrone Smith. They had Travis Frederick, who obviously retired after Zach some injury issues. Zach Martin, who's the best right guard in football. Um, It doesn't need to be sexy because when you have that good of an offensive line, why do you think Zeke Zeke Elliott got paid $20 million a year? Because he looks so good running behind that offensive line. Obviously, that's not worked out for him. But uh, that all being said, I, I would love to make that pick. I'm not going to because when you have a guy with the upside of Trayvon Walker and you can go offensive line and then defensive line, he's flying up boards. He had a phenomenal combine. The thing that scares me away from Trayvon Walker, and I know it's a schematics thing, he didn't have the n- sack numbers at Georgia. Yes, he measures great. He's big. Uh, you know, he's a six, what six four, six five, something like that. He's two hundred like seventy pounds. He can go inside. He can go outside. He's incredibly fast for his size. Yeah,
0: just the athletic ability of that man. The
1: sack numbers weren't there. So mm-hmm. what I'm hoping. Is that he is going to be a more refined and maybe a better Rashawn Gary? Because Rashawn Gary didn't have the numbers; he got doubled a lot. He was number one overall player. Obviously went to Michigan. He's with the Packers. Had a great season with the Packers last year. Sure. So I'm hoping he can follow that up because they got they got they cut Zadarius Smith, and he had a great season last. So I, I think I hope Trayvon Walker is Rashawn Gary just a little faster. <clears throat> he hits his potential a little faster. Faster than Rashawn
0: Giddell, And when you're the
1: Giants, if you're sitting there, Eki Ekwanyu and Trayvon Walker with your first two picks in the top ten, I think you're pretty happy with that.
0: Yeah, if I'm a Giants fan and you're going to give me Icky and then you're going to give me Walker, I'm think think I i going to sit back on April 28th on Thursday we, and I'm going to pour me a happy. whiskey there and you be go. like, man, and I'll tell thank you what, God David Gettleman's gone because we,
1: we actually have good players on our football team. And if we have time... At the end of this pod, we'll try to do a quick breakdown of who we think made out with the best first round. Yes. And i tell you right now, a prelude to that, if we get time to get to it, is the Giants are off to a hell of a start. Yeah. Atlanta Falcons, where are they going?
0: So, Atlanta Falcons, you're looking at position of need. The first thing that comes to mind is receiver. Calvin, Marcus Mariota's new quarterback. Yes, Marcus Mariota, they signed him it it really sounds like they're going to give him the, a shot. They're going to give it, they're,
1: You don't sign a guy I think they gave him 2 years at 20 million or 2 years 18 million. They gave him
0: uh, some money.
1: You don't similar to what the Steelers did. You don't sign a guy like that and give him the money you did without So then go draft a quarterback. To go right, dra- right, exactly. So, so they're going to give him a chance.
0: Yeah, and with that, you know, they need a receiver cuz Calvin Ridley whether
1: worst suspense I've seen. I, I, I life. hate
0: it. I hate it. They and gotta, he
1: kind of brought it on himself because I don't they know. They gotta figure it out. I don't know what was going on with him last year. His mental health issues, and he stepped away from the team. The and thing I don't, the thing I don't like about that is he stepped away from the team, but then you hear he's gambling on sports. So you're not gonna play, but then you're gambling, and he bet on his team. So I, I think that's somewhat admirable. Hey, respect for his boys. Why weren't you playing then?
0: Right. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't like know what that. Was going on, you know, I don't. I think, hope
1: he appeals it, and I don't know. I don't know where that process is at. I hope they cut it to at least eight games because a whole year is bullshit. And no, I know they're I, setting an example. Yeah, with them, I. I think but I don't like it. You know,
0: with with all the sports betting becoming legal in all the states and whatnot within the NFL, the sponsorships that they're doing, I think they're really gonna try and get the players to stay away from betting right. because they don't want it to happen. So if this is the example that has to be right. made.
1: And here and here's the easy point to be made on that. You're you're an NFL football player, you're a first round pick, you're a multimillionaire. You probably got you probably got some close friends who are not in the NFL.
0: Who could Just make Just place
1: towards. your bets through them. Yeah. Like well, why do you well, come on. Use your head. Just which is why I don't agree with all these NFL players who get DUIs. You got fall guys for that. I call it what you will, you have fall guys for that. You have friends. Who can drive your fucking – they don't have to be friends because you can call up uh, – Yeah, they have a they have a system in the NFL. They have a program for people you can call and – Drive you. It's get, no big deal. Keep yourself out of
0: trouble, right? Call an Uber for fuck's sake. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. But with that, all right, so we're going to get back take on it? topic. I think the go receiver here, I think you look at the two best receivers in the draft in my opinion. I think there's three of them.
1: Who's the third? Because I think we're pretty lockstep that Garrett Wilson, Drake London are one and two.
0: And and I and Chris Olave, <clears throat> I love him. I I think he's just as good as Garrett Wilson. I mean, you look at the numbers. I I think he's a really good wide receiver. Okay. Ohio State had a hell of a football team last year That's for damn sure. But with that, you know, I like I like a guy that has size. I like a guy that has speed. I like a position receiver, and I think. Drake London okay. would fit best in Atlanta. He fits
1: best opposite of Calvin Ridley when he comes back, because he's the big, fast receiver. And Calvin Ridley's a little shorter, also fast, good route runner. Um, <clears throat> so that makes sense. Um, another position we're on number nine at Seattle here, uh, we're gonna speed the picks up because we don't do not want to run out of time. Um, and and I know Seattle's not gonna settle long term with this guy. Drew Locke's there now, but they're a team that's in the rebuild. DK Metcalf's names have been brought up in trade rumors already. I don't think they let him go unless they get blown away with an offer. Um, But I'm going to go back to the tried and true. What's my philosophy? Inside out. Charles Cross falls to you at number nine. You take Charles Cross.
0: Bingo bongo. Then we move to the Jets at pick 10. Second, second pick in the top 10, they went Kyle Hamilton, uh, Kyle Kyle number four. Yep, they would go Kyle Hamilton, number four. And then what we just said, receivers. And Garrett Wilson Clear. is You've there got 10.
1: If Zach Wilson's going to be your guy, he, gonna be, he's got to
0: throw the ball to somebody. There's going to be a Wilson-to-Wilson Wilson connection that we're going to see, and I love that. Garrett Wilson, good pick. Um <clears throat> Washington. Say, hold on, real okay, quick. What I'll say off. about the Washington Commanders at eleven? What's not going to happen is uh, they're not drafting Desmond, Desmond Ritter. Ritter. <laughs> they're fucking, not doing. What scumbag? Yeah, is CBS. CBS is so
1: bad. Digre- they're so bad. I digress. I've seen them with guys that are slated in the third or fourth round in the first round with these guys. It's. Oh. I'm not going to waste any more time with it. Washington Commanders, um obviously they traded for Wentz. Um so they're going to they gave up what they gave up for him so they're going to ride him out. Um there's no top tier safety. Now I I'll say it if for whatever reason somehow Kyle Hamilton would fall to 11, Washington would sprint that card up faster than as soon as, soon as the Jets turn their pick and Washington would sprint that card up. He's not there. Um so they go with the best linebacker in the draft and that's Devin Lloyd. Six three, two like two thirty-eight fast. I like guys out of Utah. I think they're coached well. I think they're humble. I think they play the game the right way. This guy's a clear leader. He's a tackle machine. He can go from sideline to sideline. the guy six three, ha- two thirty is
0: fast. The guy has the potential to be a Ray Lewis esque. I
1: was going to say Patrick Willis
0: was, his inner yeah, I mean, was a
1: little better. He played a little longer, but that's the kind of potential I think Devin Lloyd has. And
0: when Washington takes the card up and says, hey, we want Devin Lloyd, Minnesota Vikings are then sprinting. Another sprinter. Uh, they're not wasting any time. They're going to get my man Sauce Gardner Favorite from guy Cincinnati. in the draft. That favorite is, that's guy in guy, the draft. Guy.
1: He will be, and again, I I think I've said this on pod one. I think I've said, or not pod one, mock one, mock two. Sauce Gardner will be a combination of Patrick Peterson, Jalen Ramsey. He will be, after this rookie contract, that he will prove he's the best. He will be the highest paid corner of all time when he signs his contract after that. I am stapling my name to that. So three years down the road, if we're still, in, still doing this podcast, and Sauce Gardner is a three-time Pro Bowler, All-Pro, I... I've never been as high on a guy, and I watch a draft every, I, I, I I'm, I'm, we're draft I'm guys, nine, I'm, we love the draft. I'm nine days shy of my 30th birthday, I think I've watched every single NFL draft from the time I was seven or eight years old until now, okay. and I, I find the stats fun, I find where guys are going fun, I like looking back five years later and seeing who the first round busts were, who the late round booms were, um. I follow it and I love it and it's fun and this is the highest I've been on any guy ever in my life. And yeah, that's sure. There hard there's hard always hard. some guys that you're like Andrew Luck when he came out everyone was like Andrew Luck he's the best projectable quarterback and he was really good. Unfortunately, injuries ended his career early. And I think he's smart for getting out cuz he's not a guy that's going to be pinched for money. I would love that everyone, especially with the team the Colts have right now. Man,
0: if he could come out of retirement and go. Well, play. just
1: even if he stayed around and he had some injuries issues because they were going through some turnover when he was there. Man, would I? Because he's only what's Andrew Lux? He's was he thirty? I don't even
0: know if he's thirty yet. I, I don't man. know.
1: What's what that, a what we're a sure Houston Texans Houston
0: their second pick.
1: So they went. Uh, they went Evan Neal, super solid, super projectable, the safest, nice pick in the draft, and this is where. Every position is a need. They need a receiver. They need a running back. They need a tight end. They need, they need the only a thing they don't. Or. The only thing they don't need at this point is offensive line because they have Tunsell and now. They have Ekwonu well, or Neil.
0: They don't need a tackle. Yeah, yeah, they don't need a <laughs> tackle. Yeah, they
1: probably need a guard and center. They need defensive ends. They need defensive tackles. They need linebackers. They need corners. They need safeties. And there's probably some guys I'm forgetting that are okay for them. They but with the with the boom and bust potential where they went Evan Neal. And then you see a guy like Derek Stingley fall to you at thirteen. Again, controversial guy. He was the number one rated corner for a long time. He's still up there for sure. Um, he's still the number one rated corner um, in front of Sauce Gardner. But you I just I, hope
0: Derek Stingley doesn't get in his own way of being a good NFL exactly. player. Exactly. He's he, he's
1: good enough. He's fast. Enough. Everyone loses their ship because his freshman year was so good. It was so good, and then injuries and a little reduction he should be healthy he should be 100% health and you can't you can't pass that guy up there at Houston at number 13 Baltimore on the clock now with 14, at 14 probably would have jumped on him if he was there if he was there and but there's there's probably shit there's probably seven guys the ravens could go with i'm sure they're going to narrow it down
0: there's two that i have in mind and they're the top two guys on our board and there's um, you could go either way either way and they could go either way, for sure. I think they go this way simply because of injuries last year. I think those guys are coming back healthy. Yes, you could always have great corners. It does not hurt to have a good corner. But to get a guy like George Karlofkis, um High character guy. High character guy. A Fits guy, that Baltimore mentality. A I guy think. that's just going to come in and just beat the shit out of you. Guy's got heavy hands. The guy's got great footwork. Heavy hands is a good fucking word. He's, he's got he's got great I mean, the guy's got a motor. He's a guy that's gonna fit that Baltimore defense to a T. So George Karlovka's defensive end out of Purdue going to Baltimore at pick fourteen. Good pick.
1: I like that pick. <clears throat> Eagles up with their first pick of the first round. They have three. They're back to back here, and then they got nineteen. Um if you follow the pod, you know how me and Seth feel about the Philadelphia Eagles. They are in the best position to go from fringe playoff team to true contender. Um we're going to get some big answers out of Jalen Hurts this year mm-hmm. cuz he's another one on the hot seat. Either with all these first round draft picks and how they finished last year, either he's going to he's going to take that next step to I'm a true contender and I'm a true quarterback in the NFL or he's going right. to regress and they're going to move on from right. him, just flat out. Um I will tell you right now, and, and they weren't in the running, which is surprising because all their first-round picks. I will tell you right now, if the Eagles would have traded for Deshaun Watson, I would say they're a top-tier NFC team.
0: Yeah, um, there's no doubt Which about is, I'm,
1: I'm actually super surprised that their name wasn't brought up even remotely in in Because the, in, in the my Watson.
0: opinion, I'm going to give you 15, 16, 19, give me Deshaun
1: yeah. Watson. Yep, absolutely. They didn't do that. So there's a lot, a lot of, and I've changed my mind quite a few times on this. They could go so many different ways. Um, one thing, and because they have back-to-back picks here and then another one at 19, there's certain things you can wait and see how the board hits after. Um, one thing I know they want to shore up is linebacker, and that's where my guy Nicobe Dean comes in. Fast as shit, sideline to sideline, pass coverage, middle guy, middle linebacker guy, control the defense. Get them so you assure that you get your you get your leader on defense and then guess what, you're back on the board right now. Where are they yeah.
0: going at 16? And you know Trent McDuffie's there. He's the corner. They get their linebacker. They need a defensive back. Trent McDuffie's there. I just think that's a safe, not a safe pick, but I just think that's a logical pick to throw him, him on the other up.
1: side of Slay, who Man. has shown no signs of slowing down. I know he's 32. He was great last year. He was great. Yes. And then you get a guy like Trent McDuffie and now the, the the drafts that I research, the mocks that I research, McDuffie's flying up the board. He they're they're slinging him right up there with Stingley and Gardner. It's almost like a 1A, 1B, 1C. Like they're they're that close. People well, love this guy.
0: Yeah, he's one consistent. Thing, he's consistent. Trent McDuffie when you look at it, he, he plays out in the Pac-12, so it's not the Pac-12 is kind of like that. That's his
1: biggest knack.
0: Yeah, it's like the Forgotten Conference because all their games are played at 10, 11 o'clock at night. But Trent McDuffie's a really good player. He's got great footwork. He's got great instincts as a, as a defensive back. <coughs> so, yeah, I think that pairs up well with Darius Slay. And at pick 16, Philadelphia is going with corner Trent McDuffie out of Washington.
1: Chargers on the board here. Obviously, they were one of the teams that made a big splash trading for Khalil Mack. Um, their defense was the issue last year Keenan Allen did his thing on offense like he always does super under he Keenan Allen is one of my top three favorite receivers in the NFL because no one ever says his name and he goes out and he catches 90 to 115 balls a year he catches five to 12 touchdowns a year he gets a thousand to 1500 yards a year every single year albeit when I think he missed one year with a full injury um so underrated. They re-signed Mike Williams. They have a phenomenal one-two punch. Austin Eckler, healthy. This pick, with the changes they made on defense, we're not even mentioning it. Well, I'm going to mention it right now. J.C. Jackson.
0: Yeah. yeah. The, J.C. The Jackson and Khalil made, Mack. Because obviously
1: the, the big flaws with them last year was the defense. Defense yep. gave up so many points. And their rush defense gave up so many yards that it put him in a bad spot. Teams could throw on them because teams would run the ball for four, five, six yards on first down, short-yarded situation, dump pass, another run, and then the Chargers, they had no choice but to score. So Justin Herbert was still very good, but he wasn't as good as, as his freshman campaign because they were playing from behind a lot because the right. defense could stop no one. You could get J.C. Jackson, lockdown corner, interception machine, Khalil Mack, veteran, sack machine alongside Bosa. Are you insane? Which is why you don't need to work on the offense. No, because... You go throw this fucking physical freak in the middle of that defensive line. You got Khalil Mack, you got Bosa, and now I'm drafting Jordan Davis up the middle. And it doesn't matter if this guy only plays 50 snaps a game. You play him on first and second down up the middle. He he is... You're, you're he is what going- Tampa Bay got gets out of Vita Ve, Yes. Who yes. they drafted at twelve or thirteen a few years back and he's panned out phenomenally. phenomenally. It, this is what this guy can do for your defense, which makes you Tampa Bay has the best
0: rush defense in the NFL. Well, and or, not only that, I mean the Chargers playing in that division. That that is by far the AFC West is it's the a best gauntlet. Division. So it's a gauntlet. You have to secure up your defense. You have to have a good defense. Because and now I, you have Khalil Mack, you're going to have Bosa And you're going to have Jordan Davis on the defensive line. And And J.C. Jackson. J.C. Jackson. And we get a fully healthy Derwin James. mm -hmm.
1: And so now it's to the point with with the Chargers that if you fail on defense or if you're good on defense, now you can shift the blame to the offense. Like, hey, we went out, got these players. They panned out. Defense improved. Offense needs to carry their weight, which they have been putting up boatloads of points here in a day in and day out, but they have to put up both those points. The defense would never stop. You throw, you throw those three names in on that defense. and You don't improve either one. Holy shit. You missed and you wasted a lot of money and draft coaching change. is going to be a name. I tell you what, right now, the chargers don't make the playoffs next year. He's gone. He is because his timeout against the Raiders there in week 17, that cost him a playoff spot. Didn't, I know it's his rookie season as a head coach, but that'll, that'll get you fired quick.
0: Uh, Saints on the clock at 18. They sign up. They they sign uh, Jameson. Um, Two year deal. Jameson Winston. Jameson Winston. Sorry about that. Good signing. Good signing. Yes. Yeah, good smart. signing. Because if, on gonna...
1: if he's on the field for 17 games, yes, Tom Brady's coming back. Jameson Winston healthy. He's a good player. Cap space, are you get Michael Thomas should I, be – It seemed like Michael Thomas has come off his disruption with the his, team.
0: Yeah, whatever cleared deal up, was. They've cleared
1: up some cap space. The defense is legit. The defense is legit. I mean, they proved that last year because they outperformed, but everyone thought they yeah, would do. And,
0: and with that, they're signing Jameson Winston back. They're going to need to protect him a little bit better so he doesn't blow out a fucking knee or whatever. Yep. And you got Bernhard Raman sitting there, tackle out of central. You got to protect your quarterback. So they go tackle
1: here. I agree with going tackle. I think Rahman's more of a project, not that he's not worthy of a first round pick. I would have went somewhere else with a guy that's a little You'll see him later on in the draft cuz he's one of my, another one of my favorite players. Iowa guy, I think everyone knows. Not a Hawkeye guy, but a Iowa guy. Um Eagles back on the clock. Absolutely love the way the board has fallen to them. They got N'Kobe Dean, they got their leader on defense, they got their guy to go opposite of Slay to lock down uh lock down the secondary. And if you're gonna go with Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith worked out. They've missed hard on some receivers before Devontae Smith. Jalen Rieger, Rieger. we've brought him up every time. The guy sucks. Eagles fans are probably top three, if not number one in ruthlessness in the NFL. They are, they will throw batteries at Santa Claus on Christmas day. They are ruthless. I can, I I won't divulge a, a full story, but I have an uncle that lives in Philly. Um, and I went out there to visit for a back when Cam Newton was doing pretty good for a, um, Eagles Panthers game. Now this would have been four, four odd ish years ago. And, uh, I jokingly was rooting for the Panthers in that game just to be kind of an asshole when we were at a local bar and there was a table behind me that saw that I was rooting for Carolina and they Probably were not, didn't they, appreciate they, that. they were not kidding when they, they were asked putting. They, they said, why are you a Carolina fan? And I said, well, just because I'm not an Eagles fan. And they said, okay, well, then why don't you go out in the parking lot and shut the fuck up? And I said, okay, I'll, I'll be quiet. There was more of them than there were of me. <laughs> um, and I, and that's the, I was, I love the Philadelphia fan base. Um, so go get another weapon. You got Miles Sanders back healthy. You got a good tight end, Dallas Goddard. Devontae Smith is obviously legit. Get Jalen Rieger the fuck out of there and replace him with... Now, I know I gave love to Chris Olave earlier, and I still love him. But the upside of this guy is Jamison
0: Williams. And He's said, coming off injury. He's and, already doing drills. He's already no. doing drills, and you'll get him... Philadelphia Eagles fans at that bar, if they have Jameson Williams, they're taking shots. They're at taking Jamison. shots of
1: Jameson. I tell you what, I, I love Jameson Williams. I reckon Philly's probably a type of city that likes their Irish whiskey. They, yeah, that is. Matter true. of fact, your co-host here, Andy White, has taken a few has taken a few rounds of Jameson today.
0: One of my few off days. Woohoo <laughs> With that, we're going to Pittsburgh. Pick twenty. They just signed uh they didn't just sign him, but they're they're giving Mitch Frisky a chance. So quarterbacks off the board, tackle corner, they're gonna go tackle. And I this is the guy you're talking about. Absolutely is. The guy's from northern Iowa. He is Trevor Penning. I watched his highlights again
1: from the combine in the senior bowl when he was burying Tyreek Smith from Ohio State. They did not like each other. But he didn't just, just do that to Tyreek Smith. He did that to just about everybody. He's chippy as shit. He's, he's a big. mean son he's of a, a bitch. Tell
0: me that doesn't fit Pittsburgh. Uh, that, yeah, it does. Just a, a mean fucking a mean grinder. Fucking asshole who's just going to bury it. in the fucking dirt. Love it. Um,
1: so love Trevor Pinning. He's, he's one of my favorite picks outside of Sauce Gardner. Um, New England, New England is going to do what New England always does. Most likely when draft day comes, they're probably going to trade back out of 21. Um, but we don't do trade backs in our, in our mock here. So they're going to pick up a guy who's again, under the radar, but really good. They need, they need a corner, but the best corners are off the board. Um, I like Andrew Booth here. Um, the assassin, he's good. Um, there's a couple other ones, but I think it's a little early for him. Um and they're just they're consistent with finding good overall players. Um and the guy that kind of gets forgot about on that Georgia defense is Devontae Wyatt.
0: Yeah, he's he does. Bi- he's
1: big, he can play a three technique defensive tackle, he can play a five technique defensive end, he's big, he's fast. Everyone forgets that he he had damn near the same combine that Jordan Davis has, played alongside him. We wonder why our Michigan Wolverines got blown the fuck out in that playoff game. It's and it's because they because that defense is so stupid fucking good. Nicobe Dean, Devontae Wyatt, Trayvon Walker, Walker, Jordan Davis, Lewis Sign. They've got uh, George uh, George Pickens is on the offense. They have a they have a corner that's going to be probably a top four round pick. Um, it uh, an embarrassment of riches, Kirby's and, and New England drafts smart outside of Nikhil Here a couple years ago, which we all know about. <laughs> And they could have used a receiver here. Stange. Olave Olave wouldn't have been a bad pick there. No, it wouldn't but have I think been. New England but, but, had, doesn't. They typically, I think, when they picked Nikhil Harry, it was like the thirty-first pick in that draft. That was like the first time I can remember them ever taking a receiver in the first round. Mm-hmm. And I think with the depth at receiver in this draft, they can wait and grab another guy. Plus, they just traded for Devontae
0: Parker. Right. It, so I was, think that takes them out of the receiver running. And you look at the receivers they currently have, and they have Jacoby Myers. And they who had actually had a really good year really last good year. And Kendrick Bourne i mean and who those, also had a very both good year. those guys had 800 plus yards receiving and throw DeVonte Parker in the mix yeah, so i receiver and yeah, well, harry 50 catches i mean that guy's He sucks. anyway Devontae White great pick for Bill Belichick and, and the packers
1: there. are doing backflips right now cuz yes, who do they see chris on cuz chris olave's
0: the board? on the board they need they need somebody to throw the ball to chris olave really really good receiver i had him up there as receiver 1 He's falling to pick 22, Clear. Chris Olave super to, to Green pick. Bay. I, that's super easy. Moving on, pick 23, and Arizona this, Cardinals And on the clock.
1: He, here's another super easy pick. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it. You heard me talk about him earlier as a possibility to the Giants. He's a possibility for damn near every team. He's the best offensive lineman in the draft. Arizona, this is a prove-it year for Cliff Kingsbury. If they don't, they can make the playoffs, but if they lose in the first round, I think he's fired. If they don't make the
0: playoffs, I think he's fired. Inside out, Tyler Linderbaum. Center out of Iowa. It's a great pick. It's a need that they need. Moving on. Pick 24, Dallas Cowboys on the clock.
1: They're pissed Trevor Pennings off the board. Yes,
0: they needed another tackle. But there is still guys on the board that they're like, okay, we're good. This is a pick 24. David Ajabo would have went to Dallas. I really believe that. The guy tears his Achilles. You, You just... They need a guy that's going to play right, right away now. in September. To
1: get them into serious playoff
0: contention, they can't wait for a guy that's going to be ready in and, and November. That, and that's Jermaine Johnson, the second edge rusher out of Florida State. High upside. Guy's got a really good upside. And again, this is what we're talking about. One when of it the comes last chance, you guys. What we're talking about is from Aiden Hutchinson to Jermaine Johnson. There, what's the gap there? Right. Is it really that big of a difference? Yes, there is, yes but... we
1: agree Aiden Hutchins is the best, but the top four are Aiden Hutchinson, Kayvon Thibodeau, Trayvon Walker, and Jermaine Johnson. Jabba was in that talks before the injury, but I could see all four of them being really good. I could see Jermaine Johnson being the best defensive end out of
0: that draft. Any of them could be the best. You just don't know until the season's played. With that, Jermaine Johnson goes 24 to the Cowboys.
1: Buffalo Bills on the clock um they would obviously love for a receiver to be here they would love for Devontae Wyatt to be here um I mentioned this in my last draft I'm not going to come off of it I think the Buffalo Bills are my pick to go to the Super Bowl um Josh Allen I love him Stefan Diggs I love him um they do lose the offensive coordinator and Brian Dable he goes to head coach of the New York Giants which is a big loss That's a huge but you already loss. got the pieces in place yes, right you do um I, I wish there was a Saquon Barkley or Ezekiel Elliott type running back because this would fit phenomenally. Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, are the top two. You can't go. You just you can't reach for them here. Um, so what do you sure up? What did they give up in the playoffs? They gave up a very quick and boatload of yards to the Kansas City Chiefs Chiefs through the air. Um, and with this guy sitting there, again, he is just below the top three of the best of the
0: best, and you go grab the assassin. Andrew Booth Jr., corner out of Clemson. Sure. Guy, yeah, he's another guy that has phenomenal feet work. The guy has great instincts on the football field. He is going to be – he. I don't know if he'll be an all-pro, but he's a guy that is going to be a I think he really gets, good corner.
1: I think he gets a little overlooked because – for the first time in however many years, Clemson wasn't as good as they have been, but he's still really good. Yeah. And and look who he's going up against in practice, all these top first round, second, third round receivers out of Clemson. So he's getting reps against some of the best guys. Yes. Tennessee Titans on the board. You don't like the Titans, that's clear. I still think they're a top-tier team. I'm not in love with Tannehill, but they have options here.
0: They do, and... One thing that hurt them in the playoffs last year was strictly their quarterback play. But they have <laughs> they have Tannehill. They've signed him. He ain't going nowhere. He's not going anywhere. So, y- you look at what I think that they need. They've signed um, the defensive end. Um, oh, uh, uh, Harvest Landry. Landry. Yeah. They signed him. I think you, add, gas rusher. you, you add David Ajabo to that. Yeah. I think that's phenomenal. This, this can this be is... a sexy pick because
1: they should. Yes, the the division's gotten better, but they're that's still... the worst
0: division in football. I think the NFC North is the worst division in
1: football. 1-1A. 1-1A. <laughs> um, but this becomes a pick that can be
0: sexy because it, they should still be a playoff team. and I, I, So they can wait for a job. They can. And I think, just looking who's on the board here, I mean... Tennessee Titans, they have corners, they have safeties. They have, they're have they a good defensive football team. I really like Tennessee's defense. Their offense is what sucks. But with that being said, why not th- – David Ajabo's there. So, Take you know, that's my guy.
1: Um, me and Seth have talked about this privately in private conversations. Uh, easy pick. They had a guy retire, Ali Marpet, the guard. He's only 28 or 29, was a phenomenal player. Um Tom Brady's obviously coming back. Gronk hasn't officially come back, but he's going to. Um, they still have Mike Evans. They signed a couple of receivers. They'll get Godwin back halfway through the season. So just solidify that offensive line again. Refill Marpet with Zion Johnson, who's been climbing up the board consistently because you can throw him center guard, or probably not tackle, but center and guard, left center, left guard, right guard, center. You can put him anywhere. You don't need him at center, but you can put him at either one. He's consistent. And, uh, Easy pick. Easy, Easy pick. pick. And then we're back to Green Bay,
0: who went uh, they love getting Chris Olave. And uh Yeah, I mean they get Chris Olave and then Traylon Burks falls to you at twenty eight. that that's <laughs> that, that those are your needs, right? Right. Those are needs and needs that are gonna be filled. So I mean if those those are to you, Traylon Burks gonna go play. Outside for of Green diehard
1: Bay. Packers fans, you tell me another receiver on the staff right now besides Chris Olave and Traylon Burks who we just drafted to him. I know
0: I couldn't tell you.
1: Alan Zard hasn't been re-signed anywhere. Uh, obviously, Devontae Adams is out in Las Vegas now. And then Marquez Valdez-Scantling signed with Kansas City. Um, yeah, so <laughs> double up at receiver. And you got- Get young. Get young quick and get, get talented quick.
0: Yeah, with that uh,
1: pick 29. Kansas City. KC Chiefs. And Seth disagrees this this with me here, which is why they have back-to-back picks. They have 29 and 30. And I know for a fact... He wouldn't take this guy at thirty. Can't um, see a Super Bowl contender. Obviously, um, defense does need to get better.
0: Um, Tyron just they, they, left the organization, he, he, and there's a guy there that need, that is going to be able to fill that spot.
1: And I'm not to go- a tee. And I'm not going with that guy because I know Seth will go with that guy. Yeah, because I, what they also need is a guy to replace Tyreek Hill, and. It's a bit of a reach, but like I said, when you're one of the top teams in the NFL, you can reach. So you go get Sky Moore, who is Tyreek Hill, you hope. Obviously, is he going to be as Tyreek Hill? That's a pretty lofty goal to set. Um, But because I know how my co-host drafts, I'm getting the receiver now because I know he would not have taken Sky Moore with one of those two picks. Um, that being said, he has already made his pick at 30. And, and that's Lewis sign. Tyron Matthews
0: gone. This is a no-brainer. If he's there for Kansas City, you draft him, you sprint that card up to Roger Goodell, and we're moving on to pick 31.
1: Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. I have a little insight here. Um, Seth's connection down there in Cincinnati. Um, well, there, there's no offensive lineman on the board here who I would take if Penning or Raman would fall. I, I'm i sorry, I would still consider it. He says his guy is very confident with the free agent signings they've made in the offseason, and the glaring need is Eli Apple's gone, who gave up the touchdown to Cooper Cup in the Super Bowl. Uh, the Rams are going to win that game either way. It right. Doesn't I I don't, I don't think that the Rams totally matter. but Eli Apple does it not. didn't he, help the situation. You don't want him to be the guy in that situation. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go and grab Kyrie Elam out of Florida and solidify that defense a little bit yep. more. The offense is going to be dynamic. Another, Everyone's another healthy. Another corner in the
0: draft that, that again, and I, I'll Just I'll say outside this, that top tier. Yeah, just, uh, but he's he's going to be a solid pro. He, you hope he is. Right. Florida. Florida he didn't run a
1: 4-7-1 no, like he,
0: T's table. He's not going to be a T's table. And only Bob Quinn makes T's worth pick. So with that, we're at pick 32. Detroit Last Lions. pick of the draft. And First round.
1: This, this, this is a, I hate how far the talent has fallen off here at the end of the round. Yes. Because um, obviously everyone knows that listens to Pod, we're Lions fans. We're from Michigan. We're Michigan guys. We're Lions fans. It's not that there's not good players available. It's just You want a more clear
0: cut guy here. And there isn't one. No. So Seth, and, where are you going? And with that, I'm gonna I, I I'm taking the defensive back jalen petrie fast fast four three guy he i've seen in some uh some of the things i've read he's a corner and he's a safety play both positions that is a need for the detroit lions
1: they're obviously going to give jeff okuda one at least one more chance he's coming back healthy he looks good in
0: drills he's been very bad yeah the guy looks great against air we'll see right so jalen petrie corner baylor Pick thirty two.
1: There you go. There it is. Mock draft three done, complete. Um we have just a smidge of time left, so we want to touch on what we what we talked about earlier. Um we're gonna dive in once the draft is over. There's a little bit of dead time, right? right. I, I I'm sorry. I'm we're not gonna do a pod on training camp.
0: No. Right? OTA OTA's, OTA yeah, oh, no, yeah. I don't, Voluntary I don't workouts. Yeah, I don't
1: care. So, after the draft, there's going to be some dead time. So, April 28th, 29th, 30th is the draft. Obviously, we're going to hit on that hard prior to it and then right after it. But after that, May, June, July, August is kind of some dead time unless there's some trades in between or some cuts
0: in between. Dead time in regards to football. It's not dead time. But We've got some Major League Baseball. And that is something that I love Andy loves. So we're going to talk about it. We we're are going to talk baseball.
1: And I will say that might be for those of you who are not fans of the, the local local folks. We're going to hit everything, but we're probably going to lean a little bit more on the Tigers cuz they're to talk they're, Tigers. they're up and
0: coming. We're talking we're Tigers. We're going to hit
1: your your we're going to hit your great teams that right. are going to be yes, World yes, Series yes, contenders, your Dodgers, your Braves, your Yankees, your Red Sox, your Rays, your, We're we're going to hit those teams, yeah. but we're going to we're going to see where the Tigers are at with their an up and coming team. Um, the White Sox of the class, the division. So we'll dive into that too. Um, while we have about two and a half minutes here, because we're we're recording on a Sunday, in the national championship for college basketball is tomorrow. Um, Kansas Jayhawks, blue blood, North Carolina, blue 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 blood. Blood, Um, two of the top teams for probably past, I mean, truthfully, past fifty years. Yeah. Um, who you got?
0: Kansas.
1: I don't have the line. Rock, chalk, Jayhawk, yeah, baby. I I don't have the line. Um, I will tell you that line. So I'm gonna go opposite of you, because I think North Carolina just beat the other best team in the field with Duke. Um, very close game. So, Coach K goes out on an L. Kansas, great run. Kansas is four and a half point favorites. Really, four and a half point. North Carolina is taking care of business. They have. They throw it to St. Peter's, obviously, met their demise. North Carolina North Carolina did what every other team should have did to them um, and took them apart. And then they go out and beat Duke in a close battle here. They had the lead early. They
0: gave it did up. Did you get they a d- chance to watch the games last
1: night? I did not. I was asleep so I was as at, I'm a
0: midnight fella. I got gotcha. So I, I was able to watch the games, and I will. Kansas looked Really good. Really good. They the did. one player that I really liked who I was uh, conversing with my uh, Kalamazoo friend, Joey Chester, we both had some money on uh, on the North Carolina-Duke game, and we had parlays going. Caleb Love okay. ended up scoring, I, it was like some 28 points. It looked phenomenal and was one of the reasons Carolina won the basketball game. However, he looked like dog shit in the first quarter. (laughs) To the point where I was like, take fucking Caleb Love out of the game. (laughs) With that, Carolina's got a lot of ups. they got Davis playing the point. They got Caleb Love as a shooting guard. And they got Bacot. Um, I don't know if that's how you say his name or not, but the guy's Makat M A K A T. No, that's uh Manic. Manic, okay. And then they have Bacat. He fires up the team. Bacat is some guy that's gonna grab you fucking thirty goddamn boards. That guy's a monster on the glass. It'll be a, it'll be a tough challenge for Kansas. I like Kansas. Kansas is a good fu- fucking basketball They're team. They're consistent. Bill good Self's been there, team. done that, one ish championships. So I'm going so you're Kansas, Kansas. So everybody bet North
1: Carolina because you, so you're gonna win. Are you saying money line Kansas or you want to? I'm a taking the points. Minus four and a half. Yeah, I'm taking points. Okay, well, I'm going to take Moneyline, North Carolina. It's a bigger, bigger value. That is a good value. I'm going to throw a prediction out there for you. It's going to be a high-scoring game because, guys, they, they got they got players that score. Yep. I'm going to say 81-77, 81-78, North Carolina.
0: And there it is. There it is. And this right. is Mach 3.0, and next time we speak to you it'll be we'll be counting down the days it's almost draft time
1: it's an exciting time there's, there's our picks Mach 3.0 um, take a listen take our little little dabs on the college basketball appreciate you guys tuning in we'll see you next time